This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Saturday, 17 December in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, we've got a packed show today for the next couple of hours. Of course, it's a kickoff for AmFest. We also have an update on the range war that is the uh, race to be the chairman of the RNC. Also about Speaker of the House, everything about the omnibus money, power. Um, how do I say this? The nastiness of politics, all of it, uh, finance, we're going to get to all of it. Also, Russia and uh, Persia, or Russia and Iran, I guess is referred to announcing a strategic partnership this morning. So we've got a lot to go. Uh, CCP uh, on the move uh, again in uh, in um, on the Eurasian landmass. So we've got everything rolling. I want to start with Jack Vasovic. Jack, you're actually out at AmFest. Uh, give us a, a highlight of what's going to happen. Then I've got to talk to you about the revelations overnight on the FBI's involvement in, 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 in Twitter and in, in the silent coup of uh, the FBI and DOJ and taking out Donald J. Trump, uh, Jack Posobiec, uh, give us a kickoff, give us an overview of the weekend at, uh, at AmFest. No, I like that, Steve. Uh, the silent coup, yeah, maybe it was a silent coup three or four. I'm not sure uh, how many of the FBI counts on that one, but with America Fest, it will be kicking off tonight, Steve. We've had a massive influx of tickets sold just in the last couple of days. People who live locally saying, you know, oh, I always meant to come, but I didn't buy the tickets yet. We've had over a thousand tickets sold just in the last three or four days were the latest numbers I've got from Charlie. And it's got to the point that we've had to go to the convention center and tell them, look, we need to open up yeah. more space. We need to open up a wing, show us what you can do here. But what people need to understand about this thing is it's not just about the speakers on the stage. This is an immersive experience. We've got workshops going on. We've got places yeah. where you can meet people. And then, and then number one, what people need to know that turning point does the student summit. That's over the summer. This is an all ages, all Patriots event. And that's why everyone's attendance is requested yeah. at this working meeting. No, this is very important. And particularly for our, the, the folks that came to the, uh, to the, um, the Great Reset, Great reset. Uh, loved it. Uh, people should know, you know, uh, obviously Turning Point started as for younger people, but this uh, America Fest, particularly as now it's it's in uh, Arizona, this is for all ages. In fact, I want all the war and posse. We're going to do live shows Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we're also going to do meet and greets, breakouts, all of that. It's also an immersive experience. You get to meet the entire crew and uh and we're looking forward to to me and the live show is gonna we're gonna have people like uh jack basobic like uh, natalie winters um and many uh, many of the personalities that are there so you get to meet all them too and anybody that went to cpac and saw our live show or the shows in new mexico or the shows in um in arizona that we've done 
uh, in California know that uh, know that it's a it, it's a totally different experience, and and you guys are going to love it. So make sure that in Missouri, the live shows we did in Missouri all that weekend, so people are going to absolutely love it. Uh, in fact, you go to uh, TPUSA dot com slash war room right now. Go there. I got to get that before Poso throws out his uh, his code. Um, the the <laughs> Posobic, I've got no, but two things here. One, I've got Rebecca Coughlin Harnwell. Huge news out of Europe. Okay, and it's about the economy. It's about the Ukraine war. It's about paying for the Ukraine war. Citizens in Germany in absolute revolt today. Huge uh, huge crowds. We have Ben Harnwell, uh, Russia uh, Jack announced a um, announced this partnership. They're working on a military partnership with Persia, with Iran. The CCP just got just left the Middle East, uh, just left the Gulf, uh, the Saudi Arabia. They already have a 40-year output deal with Iran uh, for oil. They're cutting a 40-year deal with Saudi Arabia. Big story we've got up on Getter right now about how Russia, Iran, China are working nonstop to take the dollar down as the world's reserve currency. They're going to make all these old deals uh, you know, convertible into some sort of basket of their currencies. Give us your, as a naval intelligence officer, give us your thoughts about what Biden regime has done from Brazil to, uh, to Peru uh, throughout the Caribbean, now into the Eurasian landmass to put us to jam us up, sir. Well, Steve, what, what we're seeing here is a confluence of the Mearsheimer warning along with McKinder's World Island theory. And this is what they're both working together. If you look at it from the CCP perspective, as well as the Russian perspective, Mearsheimer's warning just two weeks ago now, that the United States is escalating a global conflict on two fronts. He says there are three great powers in the world now, the United States, there's Russia, and there's China. Obviously, Russia with their nuclear arsenal, China with their military might, and their army, which we have been funding through our financial deals and our 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 elite's economic coupling and the joint merger, the elite merger, at the highest level of 1%, our Great Reset, meets their CCP, the China model. And so what we've done is we've driven every anti-American, every, or I should say, non-American yes. entity into a force together against us by trying to poke them and prod them and instigate them in every which way. So, of course, you're going to have Iran working with Russia. Now, they're building, they're building and supplying the drones. Iran at this point, by the way, Steve, they're talking about building manufacturing centers in Russia to build the drones that are going into Ukraine. Meanwhile, Erdogan and the Turks are building the drones that are fighting for uh, on the Ukrainian side, the Bayraktar drones. And so those are going up to there, this entire thing. And, of course, Victor Boud, he's coming out on you know, and all of this saying, where, where, where can I get a bite? You know, where can I get a little taste of this? And he's going to Afghanistan, yeah. of course. He's going to pick up all the material that we left back there. We don't have any politician in the United States that is standing up right now saying we need to de-escalate, we need to pump the brakes, we need to slam on the brakes, because our government has turned into a runaway train, a runaway train down the mountain, and there's no one in the country except maybe one man, maybe one man who has stood up and said, we need to seek peace, we need to seek deterrence, not trust, but we need rapprochement, we do not need a two-front global conflict. And of course, this Chairman Xi Jinping goes over with full military escort, full People's yeah. Liberation Army Air Force escort to Saudi Arabia. Of course he does all of this. 
he's throwing it in our faces. And we need to understand that the CCP is underwriting all of this. And that is why after yes. Christmas, we've been recording, Steve, a series, a four-part series, the entire history of the, C- the CCP and an entire biography of Xi Jinping that will be released the week after Christmas because people need to understand who these individuals are. They need to understand this transnational cartel. We talk about the CCP, but we're going to go back all the way to the 1920s. We're going to go all the way back to Xi Jinping. We're going to talk about the purges. We're going to talk about how he operates and how he has systematically picked apart every person who has stood in his way. Uh, Jack, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be fantastic. Um, we, call it, also, we call it the China gonna, files, by the way. The China files. I love it. Well, I want to talk about the the Twitter files here for a second. By the way, Rebecca Koffler and Ben Harnwell are going to be later this is the reason this um, the stop the omnibus is so important. And President Trump came out yesterday and put that great uh, spot on Truth Social about this. You've got we've got to stop this. You, there thirty seven billion thirty seven billion dollars more of your of uh, your money to go to Ukraine. And we're going to have uh, Anthony Aguero here from El Paso in a moment. El Paso is at, literally out of control. They're coming up through the sewers. It's now spread to Yuma. So we're down yeah, we're the, the runaway train, and and that omnibus bill. It's, it's them taking the coal and just still funneling it into the engine. They're just throwing it as fast as possible into the engine of the runaway train. That's what that is. And giving Nancy Pelosi another year. They're giving her another year of speakership. It's not acceptable. It's un- totally unacceptable. By the way, the number is 202-224-3121 to the Senate, 202-225-3121 for the House. That one ch- change number, 224-Senate-225-House. Call them. Let them hear, uh, have a uh, your opinion. I want to go back uh, to the tour file, but I want to connect some dots. Uh, the CIA refuses, essentially refuses to release uh, 20, 25%, I think, of the documents on the Kennedy file, claiming sources and methods that, about their involvement with Oswald, particularly in Mexico and in Cuba. Uh, you've got Nixon. You had three. They've taken out the Praetorian Guard of the CIA, FBI, have taken out three presidents in 60 years. Let's be let's just be blunt about what we've allowed the administrative state and their rogue element, the deep state to do. They took out Kennedy. They took out Nixon and they took out Trump. Jack Posobiec, talk to me about the Trump part of it as as now released this blockbuster releases of Matt Taibbi over at uh, working with Elon Musk at Twitter. Well, look, uh, RFK Jr. said, I think, last night that these files show the, the JFK files show that the CIA murdered my uncle. That's what RFK yeah. Jr. said. And yeah. you can take everything about the vaccines aside, but obviously yeah. this is a man whose own father was assassinated, whose uncle was assassinated, who was closer to this than any story. He's lived with his entire life. And he's unequivocally yeah. stated this was a CIA operation to take out my uncle. And then he goes a step further. And, he, and this is what people need to understand. He said they fundamentally changed our government that day. They fundamentally change the way our government works. And what he's saying there is that any president who gets in power, sure, maybe you get voted, maybe you get in through Electoral College, fine. But once you get in office, you get sat down and there is a briefing. The agency comes by and they come and everyone comes by and they say, this is the way the world works. And here's the limited range of options that we are going to give you to work within. This is the framework. And you do not step out of this. And if you talk about turning down one of these wars, if you talk about changing back one of these things. And by the way, that is, that is the essential thread that goes to remember Nixon before Kissinger gets in, Nixon ran on an anti-war platform prior to Kissinger. 
then Trump gets in. First president in modern history to not get us into a modern war. Go back to Kennedy. Kennedy wanted what? He wanted to normalize relations with Castro. He didn't want to go toe-to-toe with Cuba. He had already pulled back our nuclear missiles in Turkey and Italy, by the way. Nobody even talks about that one, our long-range ballistic missiles. And then Trump is there saying he doesn't want more Afghanistan. He holds the line on Syria. He turns off Operation Timber Sycamore. This is, this is the arms running that was going from Benghazi into Libya, to, or excuse me, into Syria for the quote-unquote, remember the, the beautiful phrase, Steve, the moderate jihadis. The moderate jihadis. And that was who? Lindsey Graham, John McCain, yep. Kinzinger, Klobuchar, that was all of it. By the way, the same group of people that was going over and funding, quote-unquote, the rebels in, in Ukraine 2014. So Big time. you have this cabal out there, and Trump is, is one of the people that comes up against it. So what do you see in the Twitter files? You see exactly what you'd expect to see. 80 FBI agents, Steve, 80 FBI agents that come up and are told, going to Twitter, that they need to censor this. RSBN, the great network over there, uh, is specifically targeted by the FBI for censorship. And last week, a week ago today, when I gave that speech in New York City and I declared that Yoel Roth, the head of Twitter Trust and Safety, the Ministry of Trust and Safety, was an intelligence asset, and the entire media freaked out, all the left-wing Twitterati freaked out, well, guess what? Here we are one week later, and everything I said was proved exactly correct. No, it's a huge. Jack, how do people get to your uh, social media, how do they follow you, particularly all the updates on AmpFest? And we still need people. we still got some tickets. I want everybody to hit it, particularly in the Metro Phoenix area. It's going to be an experience you will not forget. How do they get you, Jack? Oh, you, you must come to America Fest. This is the working meeting. There's going to be events and there's going to be live shows and interviews going on all the time. Interactions. You get to meet with us. You get to interact. We've yeah. got the kids coming. We've got... Uh, uh, Tanya, my brother, flew in last night. We're all going to be there. Oh, we're all going to be on the ground. The great post-millennial. And actually, tomorrow, we're going to be doing a massive episode all about JFK. We're diving in. We're going full wow. grassy knoll. We're going all wow. the way in. Hour-long episode. The fingerprints on the old bolt-action rifle. The book depository wow. with Harvey Oswald actually in the building. The whole nine yards. Wow. Come to America Fest. You will not want to miss this. And you can find me, of course, Twitter and Getter Jack Pasovic. Is, are you on Twitter? No, I'm just kidding. Jack Vasova, get him on Getter. Not currently. And, uh, I'm on the phone with you. Exactly. Okay, we'll let you go. Jack Vasova, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you out there tomorrow. Thanks, Steve. See you soon. The great Pasovic. Uh, this thing's going to be amazing. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Red State's Jennifer Van Lair, the managing editor of uh, Red State, joins us next with her latest article about the finances of the RNC in the war room next. MyPillow.com, you still got time to get your gifts 80% up to 80% off on a massive inventory clearance. Plus, they got buy one, get one free. They got all kinds of sales. They understand this is a tough Christmas, and uh, Mike Lindell and the team are with you. So go check it out right now, mypillow.com, promo code War Room. You've got all types of gifts, particularly for people that are in the War Room Posse. you got to give someone the War Room Posse because we know you want to. Make sure they know it's from MyPillow. You're supporting MyPillow. You're humble servants here at the War Room. And, of course, the great manufacturing company up in Minnesota, MyPillow.com, promo code WARM, up to 80% off in the inventory clearance sale. And remember, it's a money-back guarantee until the end of the first quarter. That would be 31 March 2023. 
Okay, there's many, many struggles in this town right now over money and power, right, in the direction of the nation. And you guys are doing an extraordinary job. It's very buzzy here about the impact you've had already. We had Mike Allen yesterday from Heritage. Remember, amnesty off the table, debt ceiling off the table. Um, they have passed the um, defense authorization, but they haven't funded it yet. That'll come in the omnibus bill. That is the big fight right now in the omnibus bill. Here's the thing on omnibus, too. This is how gutless they are and how screwed up this process is. Do you understand none of your congressmen have seen it yet, right? I'm not even sure leadership is the only appropriators. I'm pretty sure even McCarthy and these guys, Scalise has said, hey, we haven't seen it. We're not going to see it. They're not going to They're going to drop it. They're talking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because they don't want us to go through it. It's going to be 9,000 pages long, and they don't want people to go through it to see of all their all their crimes. That's what this is, is a crime. Um, in particular, because you've got, uh, you know, tightening monetary policy, increasing interest rates. The head of the New York Fed yesterday says, well, you know, it may be go to six. I don't know. Hey, maybe. Right. You got you got a tightening monetary policy of the Fed and you have another. This is what it is. A massive Keynesian stimulus package. Reason magazine. I have it up on Getter. They they go and extrapolate out off of the uh, November number of this year. Remember the second month of the fiscal year. Fiscal year goes to October through the end of September. The way the government does their accounting, um, at two hundred and fifty billion dollars, and they go and look in the details because, as we said, the stock, the taxes are plummeting, spending's going up, taxes are plummeting. Why is spending going up? Well, number one, it's 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 bolted in there, but but the interest expense is going up. The interest expense is skyrocketing. Remember, we've been at zero interest rates for a decade. It's starting to explode and becoming a major line item. And tech, because the Fed is tightening, we're going into a recession. We already in a depression for the little guy. Tax revenues, obviously, are plummeting. This is pretty basic finance. This is kind of paint by numbers. And yet Biden, these guys will sit there and lie to your face. The greatest deficit reduction. That's just stopping from the, from the emergency measures of the COVID situation. This, and we called it, remember on this show, we said 1.5 trillion to, to 2 trillion. They're saying now it's going to be 1.7, but that doesn't include all the interest charges. So you're going to have $3.5 trillion of transfer payments, Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare. You're going to have another $3.5 to $2 trillion on top of that, then additional interest charges. You're going to have $6 trillion. So Reason Magazine comes out, and they think the deficit this year will be $1.9 trillion with the full carrying cost on it. We're going to get to, to more of that. I want to go to the managing editor of Red State, wrote a blockbuster expose, I guess you would call it the other day, Jennifer Van Lahr. And Jennifer is going to be at AmFest, I want to announce, and she will be a guest on the show uh, either sometime Monday or Tuesday. We'll make sure that we track her down. Jennifer, you've put out another, uh, and let me know the crack production team when we have the clip, because I want to make sure, you know, I got lit up. Yesterday, not just by our audience, and that's fine. Hey, the war room, we're all family. I got it, right? <laughs> I, I, I got lit up yesterday, and but also by some people in the conservative movement that, you know, should know better. As I've gotten <laughs> all the people on here, and, and the morning show was, you know, and, and Rana said she was a punching bag. I mean, we had Kurt Schlichter, and we had uh, Amanda Milius, and baby, they can deliver. They can give it. They can punch oh, her. Yeah. Kurt, was, Kurt, Kurt was in Nevada. He went out there and he had a lot to say about that. Amanda is kind of from Nevada now. She's an LA kid, but she's she's spent a lot of time in Nevada. Plus, she knows you know she she knows a lot about the RNC. She was in the White House with President Trump. 
and they gave it and we're polite. We asked tough questions like we asked you the other day. Uh, and we let Rana and so Rana and now Mediate saying Rana committed to do a debate with Harmeet and Mike <laughs> Lindell to the one. I'm not That's sure not I quite I interpret it. I didn't quite interpret it like that. But hey, if Mediate, right. they're one of the biggest sites out there. If the guys at Mediate, I think it's Kip Jones. I think it is. If Mediate saying it, hey, I'm all good. I didn't quite hear it that way. But I can see but when you play it again and you see it typed up, maybe. But. It gets back to what Rana said, and she had, um, you know, Susie Wiles is is uh, is done a fantastic job. She won Florida for us in sixteen. You remember we had that we we replaced uh, the person that was there uh, with um, with um, Susie did a fantastic job. Susie's now essentially chief of staff, I guess you call her. She put out a statement, but your your article, and I just want to make sure we have categorization because Rana, if we can get that, just right. let me know when it's it's it's. Pro- you heard what I heard. She came out and said, "Hey, look, there's been a there's been a uh, misunderstanding, right? The right. Contextualized been misunderstanding. That misunderstanding is that the uh, the jets, the limos, and the and the particularly the tchotchkes, right? The seventeen million dollars for the donors. Right. That's mis- That's all basically an ascension, uh, basically supporting Trump and the Trump White House. And very specifically, the seventeen million dollars was to pay for." 13 Christmas parties per year for four years, plus three Hanukkah parties. And in addition, the congressional, you know, picnic, the Easter egg roll and other assorted things related to the White House that the government can't pay for. In addition, Air Force One. But I want to start the 17 million. Now, your article today takes um, you you don't agree with that. And I want to make sure you have time to lay out because you're the person that's gone through the numbers. Lay out Mm -hmm. your, your assessment of that. So on the 17 million, uh, there are some expenditures in there for like the White House Historical Association. I've got this up on my screen. Uh, For donor mementos, they paid $2 million to various um, federal government entities like the White House Historical Association, the White House gift shop, uh, the executive office of the president, that kind of thing. Uh, they also paid $1.6 million or $1.675 in event production. So that's not even, that was not included in the $17 million because event production is a different category. Then they also paid $3.447 million for event production slash staging. I don't know what the difference between those two are. They seem to have a lot of categories. Uh, so that's $4 million. Um that they've spent for event production, <clears throat> that could be what she's referring to with the Christmas parties, the Hanukkah parties, and that kind of thing. But that is not included in the seventeen million. The two million of donor momentum. Hey, hang on, is, ho, so ho, that's ho, fifteen million dollars. Slow down. Million slow down, slow down, slow down. Okay, slow down. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I just want no. I just want to make sure we can keep this clear. So right. what you just announced, what went to the Park Service or went to the the government entities, what went to the what went to the production, staging, whatever you call it. All that aggregates up to over five million bucks, correct? Six million bucks, correct. roughly. My math. Somewhere you're in there, yeah. I that, say I'm a that, writer, not a mathematician. <laughs> you're not doing bad on math. Not doing bad on <laughs> math. Big shout out for Red State for the managing editor. Normally, managing editors, people should know, are kind of, you know, yelling at people for not their reporters for not having right. You you actually roll your sleeves up. Um, you're saying that those are charges that are there on the FEC reports. 
Mm-hmm. But what you're saying that is not included in the 17 million, correct? That that is that is a those are side pockets or another other categorizations, ma'am. That's other categorizations of event planning and staging. So why would she say would that would did the staff not brief her properly? Because you're saying essentially she was wrong in so many words. Right? That's the, that's what the records I'm looking at say. I hate ever like saying that someone, you know, went out and intentionally said something that's not correct but apparent according to the records that i'm looking at that's a separate item and that is not within the 17 million dollars but the two million dollars to the white house gift shop that kind of thing that was included in my 17 17.1 calculation okay. so even if okay. you take that out that's still 15 million it's 15, okay fine so let me, she, she's <laughs> correct in that the rnc does have it looks like support for president trump's white house whether these parties events whatever she's correct in that yes. but you did not really include that in the 17 million maybe two million to the white house gift shop and we'll put a pin in that but 15 million is not as you can see the fec reports are not um are, are not tied to support of trump's white house is am i is that a correct statement Generally, yes. And I had said on Twitter yesterday, there's about $500,000 in other uh, donor memento expenses, one to an Ann Hand um, company, which she's a jeweler that makes these pins that they give away as commemorative pins, and then Beacon Designs that does the White House Christmas ornament. So they maybe do other Christmas ornaments too. Uh, so there were some expenditures there that total of about 500000 the reason the so reason that this could have is, been at Trump's direction too. Okay, the reason this is important, and not trying to nitpick, right? Because you said mm-hmm. that they've raised one point five billion dollars. There is this issue of transparency, this issue of communication with people, this issue of not simply the one sixty eight, but the little guys that are a big bulk. Remember the donors and the big donors do put in a lot of money. But still, the bulk of this stuff, particularly the Trump stuff and that joint venture with Trump, is the little guys. This audience hitting them with fifty right. bucks, right? Or like yep. my dad used to, you know, hit them with a hundred dollars, right? Uh, it's the little guys, and that needs to be transparent. And, and these numbers aren't big in a relative basis for the money raised, but on an absolute basis, obviously, it's gotten people's attention. And it's not just that; it's about communications. And so, your your article today is saying, "Hey, hard fifteen million. It's just not it's just not correct. Tell you what, let's take a commercial break. Uh, Jennifer Van Lahr, who is the managing editor of Red State, is going to join us on the other side of the break. We got some more analysis to go through. Stephen K. Bannon. I mean, there's there's ample time to reach out and say, what is this? The building expenses. Yes, we have security in front of our building. You know why? Because there was a bomb in front of our building on January 6th, which a lot of people forget that that was the first thing that happened that day was a bomb right outside the RNC, which, by the way, they've never caught the perpetrator of that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make sure my staff secure. Uh, everybody should be doing that. And uh, again, the vast majority of those expenses were support of the White House and President Trump. So, you know, Harmeet sits on exec committee. She votes on these budgets. We file an FEC report every single month. 
she had ample opportunity to ask these questions and clarify. And I think that's what's upsetting to members of the 168 who are grassroots. These are not Washington insiders. These are door knockers. These are people who are volunteers. They okay. give to their state. Um, They're elected at convention. We'll get into the, uh, by the way, did you go back to them with the, the second uh, report and ask them for any clarification or are you guys just at war now? So you're just, you're just going to drop it and they get to deal with it. Is that where we are? Red state? Is that where we are? Red well, I mean, hopefully we're not at war. I mean, we don't want to be at war with the RNC. We want to have things working well and we want Republicans being elected. And yeah. uh, so, no, I did not go back to them because yeah. I was actually replying to emails that she and Glenn McCall sent to the 168 and, uh, got leaked to everyone in the media. I'm sure you've okay. seen both of the emails too. And so I felt like I needed to respond to that. Okay. And so let me, I don't think that requires let me, me just, to contact. Let me just make an observation. You're at war. <laughs> I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Just, just understand that. Um, so you saw her right there. I want to go back to the, I want to go back to the, and I'm not trying to nitpick here, but I want to go back to right. the, 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 the uh, jets, the private jets situation. She said that that was all to underwrite, uh, their personnel on the on the Air Force One, and people should understand that when you have people on Air Force One, you got to pay for them, right? The 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 people that work for the government on Trump's staff and in the White House and Congress, they get to go, but other people you've got to. I think it's equivalent of first class ticket. Also, any food you get on there for anybody's got to be paid for. So there's no freebies. Um, what about the three million dollars for the jets? Is that is that is there another category for what they put in for Air Force One? So what I did was I went through their travel expenses. They have them both um, categorized both as transportation services and travel expenses. And I only counted up the ones that were not things that like paying the government for flights. So they did pay over $2 million over Ron and McDaniel's tenure to federal government agencies for travel expenses. But the $3.1 million that I calculated were to private jet charter uh, services yeah. like NetJet, like exclusive charter services, that kind of thing. Merlin Aviation, Advanced Aviation. It wasn't the federal government, and it wasn't travel expenses to candidates either, because that was categorized separately. Okay, so she is right in that there was money that the RNC raised and paid to support Trump's White House and Trump's right program. That's not included, but the big miss is that. And, and hey, no offense. Their staff, and this may speak to bigger issues. Her staff should have told her that. That's not good. That's not. That's not a. That's not. And maybe she comes back and says, "Hey, I'm sure they're going to come back and say Jennifer has no earthly idea what she's talking about." But as you've <laughs> laid it out today, it's a new red state piece. You're saying yes, she did. They did. RNC did support both the White House parties, these things, and they supported um, them on the flights. But those were in different buckets, and you didn't include that. So the three point one in the in the seventeen, why is this a big deal? Do you believe? Because red state is probably as grassroots as you can get. Um, wh why do you think this is important for the people that are not in the one sixty eight? That the people that actually of the one point five billion, I'll guarantee you half of that or more came from the little guy. Um, right. How did the? Why is that important to them, ma'am? Well, like Rana said, they're not in Washington. They're all around the country. And, you know, I'm not in Washington either. And I've been doing grassroots work in this party for over 20 years, both in North Carolina, back on the Dole for Senate campaign. And here in California was one of the very underpaid people that got Steve Knight elected to Congress 
2014, despite being outspent four to one. So I resent any characterizations she has about grassroots work and that. And Red State's readers are grassroots. They're around the country. I received an email from one woman this morning, Marsha, and she's uh, in her 60s. A stock clerk in the grocery store makes $20 an hour. And she thanked me for this work because she wants there to be stewardship over this money she worked very hard for and still sends money to Republican candidates. And a lot of the, the people that read Red State hugely support President Trump. They sent in lots of money after the 2020 election. We did a huge series on how they could not have won honestly, how the Biden administration could not have won honestly, going precinct by precinct, pointing out all of the, the problems and just the statistical anomalies. And so these people gave to the RNC believing they were going to fight for Trump and then to have it bent at West Elm and Pottery Barn instead of going to something that really can help. Like we're in a battle for our, this country for its existence and survival. We don't have even $100 to waste. Do you think, I know you got to go, you got, you're going to AmFest and, and Jennifer is going to join us in studio at AmFest on Monday. Jennifer, do you think that given the size of money that was raised and the types of resources they had to put to work, do you believe you're nitpicking them? Do you think that this is, this is you're getting into micro details that are in the overall grand picture and not important? Or do you believe that this work had to be done and it's got to be not just accounted for, but it's got to be defended? I believe that it's crucial work, and I believe there's probably a lot more waste because been able to really go through all 140,000 transactions with a fine-tooth comb. But it's over $6 million of waste that I identified in the first piece. And one national committee person told me, we spent Cal we sent California so much money this cycle. We sent them $6 million. So if it's a lot of money to be able to set, that's what you send to an entire state, then yeah, we need to be uh, not, it's not nitpicky to bring up if it's being wasted. Uh, Jennifer, if we could get, uh, if we could get somebody from the RNC, maybe in studio on Monday, or maybe when we get back sometime next week, would you be open to, I asked this question mm -hmm. to Rana about Harmeet and, and Lindell, but if we could get a financial person on and do the show and go through this stuff and, and, and they could pick out where you're wrong and you could pick out where they're hiding stuff in your opinion, would you be open to that? Yeah, I want them to give me the information before we go on so I can review it. But absolutely. Yeah. Jennifer, what's your how do people get to Red State? Uh, it's one of the great uh, grassroots uh, publications out there, new sites. How do people get to it and how do people follow you on social media? Redstate.com and on Twitter at Jen Van Lar, uh, V-A-N-L-A-A-R and Getter and Truth Social as well. Jen Van Lahr, Managing Editor, Red State, thank you very much for taking time away when you should be heading towards uh, AmFest. We'll see you out there. See you there. Thank you, ma'am. Um, we're going to get more into this. And uh, by the way, Breitbart, the great Matt Boyle. And, uh, you know, Matt had uh, Tucker was his mentor. Andrew was his mentor. And I was his mentor. He is, uh, I think. Uh, the single best reporter, at least conservative reporter, I think top two or three in all of D.C. He's got an incredible interview with President Trump uh, that only the only Matt, a guy like Matt Boyle can do. And um, I've got it up on uh, my Getter account, Whatever, should go to Breitbart and read it. President Trump comes out and he endorses McCarthy. So, you know, some things you got to live with, some things you can put your two cents in and uh, 
and say, hey, maybe we let this thing play out. But President Trump makes a pretty straightforward. And I think this gives uh, substance to the New York Times article that came out earlier in the week, said he was whipping for McCarthy. But I want everybody to read that and and to chew on it and come to your own assessment. But uh, I've got it up on I've got it up on Getter, but you can go right to the Breitbart site under Matt Boyle. I think it's up at the top of their top of their page. Uh, I've got Rebecca Koffler and Ben Harnwell. Um, in your life, it, it, for the audience, and for the direction of the country, uh, this whole situation of getting sucked in, because this is like this is starting to feel like the 1930s. And what I mean by the 1930s, you're going to have a number of governments and leaders that in hindsight, in, in, the, in the long view of history, made every bad decision they could possibly make that eventually the world got sucked into a large kinetic conflict, the, the Second World War, um, given all the horror that they saw in the First World War. But the Second World War is different. It's, it's, um, it's you're, it, you're like you're inexorably drawn to this massive conflict. We're on that path right now. You can see it clear as day. And you can see what's happening is because the ruling elites of our country in coordination with the ruling elites of Europe and Bel- and uh, Brussels and uh, the city of London and, um, and uh, the World Economic Forum are making one horrible decision after the other. And we are on a world stage against very smart, very tough, very dangerous people. The people in Tehran are smart, tough, and dangerous. Don't, don't think these people dismiss our enemies as stupid or they are not. These guys are going to the top universities. It's like they're, they are tough and they're smart. At the KGB in Moscow, they're tough and they're smart. In Beijing, they don't come any tougher and any smarter. We have world-class enemies, and those world-class enemies are making massive moves right now. And you have a feckless and hapless uh, regime in charge here in Washington, D.C. that's all about escalation for some unknown reason, all about escalation. And we're having moves made on this. There's an announcement today. I want to bring in Rebecca Koffler. Rebecca, you've got a, a story we'll, we'll get into maybe on Monday or Tuesday why the CIA is not going to assassinate Putin. Um, they're too busy plotting assassination. Oh, that's a topic for another day <laughs> from Kennedy to Nixon to Trump. Um, but I got to ask you about Putin and in Iran, because you're seeing the moves that China's making with Iran. You're seeing the moves China's making in the Gulf. Walk me through the importance uh, for the United States of America of a, a, a Putin, KGB, Moscow, uh, Tehran, Mullah's hardwired military alliance, ma'am. Yes, Steve, this uh, strategic partnership between Moscow and Iran uh, presents a strategic threat to the United States. And unfortunately, our uh, Washington establishment, uh, quote unquote, experts um, are pursuing a nonsensical and even schizophrenic policy. They're right now all focused on Ukraine, right? And uh, we're pumping in billions of dollars into Ukraine. We have provided now um, over 50% of Ukraine's GDP, okay, um, about 100 uh, billion. Comparative, uh, and comparatively, in 20 years, 
we provided uh, in Afghanistan 2.2 uh, trillion. So we already in 10 months provided more than we provided in 10 years in Afghanistan. And uh, more people are killed right now, the Ukrainians, about 140,000, right? And um, comparatively in Afghanistan, 6,000 of Americans were killed. But instead of focusing on the strategic picture, which is the threat that presented to the United States by the Iran-Moscow partnership, they're focused on Ukraine and are worried about how many drones, how many ballistic missiles could Iran provide to uh, Ukraine. Well, what we should be worried about the nuclear know-how provided by Russia, which has the, the world's largest nuclear arsenal and the most robust and in-depth know-how in the world. How about we pay attention to that? And yet, you know, they are completely illogical. On the one hand, you know, Millie okay, Rebecca, Ukraine, Rebecca, yes. hang on, Rebecca, hang on, hang on one second. We're going to take a short yes, commercial sir. break. Ben Harnwell from Rome, Rebecca Koffler, an expert on all things Putin and the KGB. Next in the war room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no war. Let's take down the The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. You can still get your Christmas gifts, but get on our site. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM, um, promo code WARROOM, and get there. That's called the Square. It's got all the different sales on it, up, the 80, up to 80% on the inventory clearance. But it's also got the buy one, get one free and all the different sales, whether toppers, robes, slippers, moccasins, towels, sheets, all of it. So go check it out. Uh, go check it out today. Uh, ben Harnwell, you've been covering this. Uh, Germany, the German people, looks like a lot of them had a belly full of this. Talk to us about what's going on. Good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, well, there've been um, the story of this weekend is really one of protests and strikes. We've had protests throughout continental Europe over today and yesterday. We've had protests, some 15,000 people protesting in uh, in Brussels, the capital of the European Union. And um, the protests that hit, this, this is the footage here is, is from Brussels. There were um, tens of thousands of people out protesting in Berlin. And essentially, the, the gripe is the same with the massive uh, hit that incomes have taken due to inflation and the cost of living crisis. People cannot afford to live. These are people on basically on union um, incomes, fixed incomes, that is to say, that don't respond to fluctuations in the market. And this whole section of, of society has been cut out. Um, those are the strikes that we've been talking about. Protests, however, we've had protests not only in continental Europe, Steve, but Jordan and Bangladesh um, and the, there's an election, a general election in Tunisia today, where the cost of living crisis, here's Berlin, right? The cost of living crisis in um, Tunisia is the primary issue on, on the agenda. So these are all consequences that, that arise out of the decisions of various 
governments have taken specifically to do with their support and their constant support of um, of Pre- President Zelensky in Ukraine. There's a huge article today. I think it's NBC talking about or CNN talking about uh, people uh, starting, you know, there's still huge support in the United States among the political elite. But that, that buried down about 20 paragraphs. They're saying that Europe is starting to have second thoughts. They don't know really if they have the cash, the open checkbook to keep shoveling cash into Ukraine. Give us your assessment of that. That's absolutely right. And, and if you listen to what these protest, protesters are saying on the streets, they're explicitly citing the amount of money going through to Ukraine that's leaving this country or, or whichever country um, protesters will be talking about without the, the basic funds to continue essential services. So people are making the absolute connection. I have to say, however, um, against what I've just said, the one country where people aren't making that direct parallel just yet is Italy. And I think the reason because of that is here in Rome, we've had an extremely mild winter. Whereas if you go towards, head towards the north of continental Europe, um, you know, I, I spent five years in Brussels. The winters there are absolutely blisteringly cold. They'll peel the skin off the back of your, your knuckles. People there are saying, why are we sending so much money through to Ukraine? Uh, when we need money here in this country. Um, and this is the thing, I think, what we're seeing here in continental Europe, we're going to start seeing um, ever more explicitly in the United States too, because it's, a, it's the same motivation. Um, if people don't have, you know, you can push people and browbeat people um, and gaslight them and say, you know, you, you, you have a vital national interest in supporting President Zelensky, and they'll just get bombarded with, with, with propaganda and they won't know the left on the right. But one thing that they will know is when they don't have the money to put down, to put food down for their kids um, and they can't afford to put the central heating on. That is something that no amount of government lies can can deceive people's attention And they can't pay the heating bill. I mean, here we're having an explosion on the southern border. Ben, how do people uh, get to you and how do they get to your daily show? Thanks, Steve. Um, It's uh, on my my getter profile, at Harnwell. There we go. Um, the program that we do there it comes out uh, with English subtitles the day after on my personal feed. We're working on, um, you can, but you, folks, go to it now, register for it now. It's at War Room Rome. If you go to that, you'll get the, um, the live uh, broadcast in the original Italian as it goes out the very day that we do it. So those are the two uh, accounts, at War Room Rome for Italian and my own feed, which I'm updating constantly at Harnwell. Uh, ben Harnwell, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Rebecca, you see the United States, the, the leaders of our regime are in the escalation camp. People throughout the world, particularly in Europe, are saying, hey, how are we going to pay for this whole thing? You're starting to get that here. This is one of the big debates that's going to take place. This is why they're tucking the $37 billion into uh, into the omnibus bill. Give us a couple of minutes here. We'll hold you through the break. What What's your assessment right now, or more importantly, Russia was supposed to be defeated six months ago. looks like they're not. What's the current strategic assessment of Ukraine-Russia? There's no amount of uh, money, either American or European, that's going to defeat Putin. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Steve, the Biden administration has decided to use Ukrainians as cannon fodder to defeat Putin. You know, 140,000 Ukrainians are either dead or injured. And this war is going to continue on and on. If we are on the escalatory path, because Putin is not going to give up 
control of Ukraine because it's his version of the Monroe Doctrine. And so we would be doing the same and we would be using everything, including nuclear weapons, to prevent China, Russia or Iran to encroach upon our territory. And so, unfortunately, the Biden administration is pursuing a schizophrenic policy. On the one hand, the uh, General Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, has stated about three to four weeks ago that the military path to Ukrainian victory is unachievable. On the other hand, they're continuing pumping in money and they're continuing lying to the American people that they're protecting democracy in Ukraine. It's a complete nonsense because President Zelensky is just like Putin. He has outlawed all opposition. It's not a democracy. He also is using KGB tactics right now to raid churches, to prevent uh, Orthodox churches in yeah. Ukraine who are ostensibly harboring Putin's agents. That is nonsense. Hang on one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Rebecca Koffler, uh, we've got uh, our own Natalie Winters is going to join us. Also, Jeff Shepard about the judiciary removing presidents from office. We're getting all that next in the world. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now, go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.